From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp. And, and this is not Keith Wells. <laughs> that's right. You're, uh, I don't know, we can't say you're his predecessor, because that's not true. Because uh, yeah, he has, actually, he and I were here before you. Yeah, but, you but, guys predate me by about a year Yeah, here at the, uh, the station cluster. But, but you're certainly an integral part of this show and always has been, have been. I, at this point, I feel like I'm just keeping plants alive. You guys are very <laughs> self-sufficient. That's Big Nate, and uh, he he was the producer of this show for many many years, and still I lean on him every week to clean up all my messes. Which really, there aren't a lot. We we got told we were having too much fun, so I had to teach Mark how to. Produce. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Now you have to work during the show. Which is uh, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it it, it really is. I, I truly do miss uh, coming in here every week and hanging out with you two because, uh, frankly, that didn't feel like work. Yeah, it is, and it's not supposed to. You know, I mean, that's it's supposed to be a little bit of a little bit of fun. This is for Keith and I is uh, is a break from work, um, but we kind of feel like it adds to the work, right? To and yeah, I, I think. Because, I mean, you guys have been doing the show for eight, nine years at this point, and, yeah. and it's something where I've been working in radio, I mean, consistently the last eight years, and I feel like you, certain to a certain degree, lose sight of, it's actually a pretty fun gig. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. anything can feel like work. You think butterfly farmers are <laughs> loving right. their job each and every day. They have day. to roll out of bed, hit the snooze button a couple times. Oh, I got to go in and, and uh, tend to the butterflies. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, every, everything that, uh, for the for the most part, everything that you do for a living sort of t- it can become a, a grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's nice to have little things like this to break it up and... And we've always tried to keep the show fun and light, and and that's why the hodgepodge concept sort of works for us, so that we can break things up. We didn't want to do, you know, Keith and I both are in finance, uh, our normal jobs, and uh, we thought, no, well, nobody wants to listen to finance on the weekend. So, uh, I mean, truly, yeah. it's it, it's I, I think it stands out, and then there's another one. On Saturday, Saturdays, that we've added to the uh, WRED lineup as well that I like a lot. It's Ion Travel. So you have Hodgepodge, and then there's some finance talk, and then Ion Travel. So, like, Saturdays, man, that's, that's to, the fun day on starting WRED. starting to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, um, it generally is a three- or four-segment show, and the first segment usually revolves around beer. In one way or another, sometimes we'll sample a beer and sometimes we just talk about beer stuff. And so today we are not going to be sampling a beer, but we'll talk about some kind of interesting stories. Uh, if you are interested in checking out previous uh, shows, you can go to Spotify or any number of 
other wherever you get your podcasts. It's yeah, there. and uh, you can also find us on Facebook at AM Hodgepodge and online at amhodgepodge.com. And Nate kind of keeps all of that running. He's the one that posts all the stuff, and and uh, I know he watches the Facebook page. I don't. Are, are you an administrator on that? I am. Okay. Yeah. So so he'll. Put stuff on there from time I to do. time too. I think <clears throat> Nick Brown's managing it now, and he's doing. He does a great job. Fantastic. I, I love Nick. He he, of course, does Radford High School play by play for us, and and Nick is just such a uh, positive guy. He is. He, he, I, I don't think he's ever seen a bad day in his life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Speaking of work and and fun and breaking things up, we had him out on the golf course early in in the week uh, for a St. John Newman. Uh, golf tournament, and he was working for us. He was he was there representing Ameriprise, and uh, I saw him uh, the, earlier this week after the the fact, and I said, uh, "How'd it go?" And he said, "It was a blast." <laughs> so that's a that's a little insight into Nick. He's always having fun, it's very and a fun guy to be around. Yeah. So uh, Nate, I've got a uh, couple stories on beer that I thought we'd bring. Uh, to the viewers or listeners, and and I've this is a new one for me. I had no idea that this was happening. So, if you were to envision uh, any kind of an improvement on the container that beer comes in, I mean, do you are you do you feel like it's lacking? Do you feel like the world needs a change in how we? How we contain beer? I, I, I think it, even throughout my life, I've seen, remember, of course, there was the party ball, and then Miller Lite came out with those big, burly plastic cans. Like, I feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everyone keeps trying to reinvent the wheel, but we're not doing much better than a glass <laughs> bottle or an aluminum can. Yeah. Now, there were eons ago, I think they called it the bullet can, uh, where it was sort of the shape of a missile, and it had the screw on top yeah. on it. Uh, they they had that, and so we've probably come a little ways from there. But al- although I say that, and you go into the the grocery store today, and I think doesn't Coors Light come in a in a tall silver bottle that's aluminum and yeah. has a and, and I'm not sure how I feel about the uh, the aluminum bottles. Just just mm-hmm. glass, please. Yeah, yeah, and and so I I didn't really feel like I didn't. I had never sat around thinking, you know what, we need to improve what's happening we can do here. This better, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, uh, a Japanese design company—they're called Nendo—has spent a lot of time and money and effort on designing a new can. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture of it. It oh, actually I've, I've seen it. Have you it, seen uh, it? Yeah, I, I, I saw it a little earlier this week, and I thought I don't know. That this is the innovation we need, but it, it does look <laughs> futuristic. I, now, this company has has uh, apparently they created a twenty four foot tall minimalist Christmas tree. Uh, they have also uh, <laughs> updated the style and graphics of Pokemon trading cards. Uh, so basically, they specialize in stuff we don't need. Yeah, they've they've even developed a new game ball for the International Handball <laughs> Federation. Which is uh, I don't know how many how many handballers out there. I, are I, I there? bet there was a lot of controversy surrounding <laughs> that. <laughs> so apparently, uh, we need a, an upgrade to our can. And this, I'm going to kind of describe it 
uh, so people can envision it, but you can go to the Facebook page and see a picture of it and, and take a look at this article. Um, this is a two-tab can. Which, what is a little bit odd to me is it's, it's a two-tab can, but you still have one opening. Yeah. Okay. And the tabs are staggered. Like, I, I don't... Yeah. There's, they're labeled number one and number two. So you know so which you one to pull first. <laughs> and uh, they are staggered. So the number one tab will not open the, the can completely. It, it, it just sort of indents the tab or indents the, the opening a little bit. It'd be like if you've ever had one of those cans where you, you pop the tab and it just didn't open all yeah. the way and you had to like push your finger in or something. Or... Yeah. Um, so that, so it just sort of opens it a little bit and, and that apparently creates a sort of a fizz effect, creates the, the bubbles, you know, the, the carbonation rises to the top of the beer and creates a layer, a protective layer on the beer to keep the freshness in and to, um, sort of help the, uh, the hoppiness from, from releasing. So so it creates that protective layer on the beer and then you you pop I, I don't know that there's a timing thing here. I don't know that you have to wait a certain number of seconds. Well, then or, they would include a stopwatch. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could put a chrono, chrono, chronological dial or something yeah. on the top of the can. So um, the uh, number 2 tab then depresses the opening completely allowing you to pour the beer uh, in the freshest fashion possible. See, now my gut tells me that this is coming. You think so? I do, you, I do you think, think so. It's going to – my my biggest question with it is you know how on the side of cans, not in Virginia, of course, you can't get a – recycling aluminum, you can't really make money, but they'll have like the five <laughs> yeah. cents. Does this increase the recycling value of <clears throat> That's the a good can? question. That's a I think, whole other metal tab. I think the tab, you know, over the course of 50,000, 60,000 cans, that tab could amount to another can. I think there there, I think there's a possibility there, yeah, which uh, sort of is counterintuitive when you think uh, about the aluminum shortages that the world's dealing. with. I mean, with. there's that, and who's who do you think would be the, the strongest candidate for like one of your major players to be an early adopter on this? <sighs> well, I'm going to guess that the craft brewers are going to be last, just because their systems probably aren't going to be able to adapt to it. Immediately, I, I, and I may be wrong on that, but um, I'm going to say it's going to be your your light beer players, probably uh, Miller, Bud, Coors. No, I think you're absolutely spot on there. That was kind of my speculation on it as well, just because a they'll do anything for a marketing gimmick, mm -hmm. but b and I'm sure right now Budweiser is probably looking for something. eyeballing it like. <laughs> Maybe this is we, the way we get back. Two tabs. In the game, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I am intrigued. I know right now, like, they've just got it in the uh, the prototype phase. What I want is them to make a 24-foot can. I mean, if they're making 24-foot minimalist Christmas trees, let's see that can. <laughs> there you go. You get a huge ladder to yeah. open the thing. And that, and that, that would uh, present some more problems. How would you drink a 24-foot can? Very carefully. 
<laughs> with they would have to create some, a new kind of opening towards the bottom of the can that wouldn't just rush out. You could shotgun it. Yeah, you definitely could do that. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> It'd wipe for you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one other story we'll touch on, and then we'll uh, move into the next segment, which I'm I'm really excited about. We've got a great guest coming. He's going to call in on the show and. Uh, Talk to us about a, a show that he's doing in a couple of weeks in Pulaski. Um, but this is uh, this was surprising. So there has been a push for um, non-alcoholic beer that's taking place, and and of course non-alcoholic beer has been around since beer has been around. I think, um, but for decades it was a subpar beer it just wasn't that good yeah. you know and, and so you'd rather drink something else if you're going to go non-alcoholic just go with juice or something water because uh, it wasn't that pleasant but but uh, non-alcoholic beers come come a long ways and and because of that it's starting to take market segments so um in 2020 uh, non-alcoholic beer drinkers represented 0.6% of the U.S. adult population, which I think is consistent with what I thought yeah. was out there. Uh, in 2023, that number surged to 5.2%. That's a heck of a leap. That's, a, that's an enormous leap. Um, now, for... Uh, Four in five of those non-alcoholic beer drinkers are under the age of 44. And 64% of them, this was, ah, maybe it shouldn't be surprising, 64% of them are men. So that makes sense that men would would gravitate more towards beer yeah. as yeah, opposed to something we've, else. we've reached a point that it's, it's we tend to be more health conscious, mm -hmm. at least as, as a generation, and I think that that's why you're seeing that leap. But... It's interesting because, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, traditionally non-alcoholic beers just aren't as good. But I actually had one the other day that on, on Bruce Day Tuesday over on the Bear, and um, it, it was it came all the way from Czech Republic, and yeah. uh, it was a mango Radler, uh -huh. and I, I, it got a perfect score for me. It was actually absolutely delicious. So that they're definitely making leaps and bounds on their product. Yeah. I'm also seeing it a lot more in stores that. Uh, um, you know, you kind of go to that section where you can make your own six pack and yeah. there's like a whole row of just non-alcoholic beers. And it's like, people are really kind of coming full circle on this. And I suspect that that makes sense. You know, when you talk about a mango flavor or something, you know, the, the craft brewing industry has definitely, uh, brought attention to adjuncts. And different flavors that we never envisioned uh, prior to craft brewing. And uh, so you add a little mango to so uh, a subpar beer, and suddenly maybe it is pretty dang good. It was, it was palatable. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Now, you brought up sort of that health fitness craze. Nearly three-quarters of non-alcoholic beer drinkers work out more than once a week versus 50% of alcoholic or alcohol beer drinkers. Well, you ever try and work out hungover? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. 49%, this was a kind of a funny stat, 49% of non-alcoholic beer drinkers describe themselves as meat eaters versus 74% of beer drinkers. I, I could have, I think I could have yeah. predicted that. 
But I, I, I think that's kind of skewed and, and weirdly segmented. I don't know what that data is supposed to tell me. Um, what What's the leap they're making there? Is it – well, we, we don't want alcoholic beer, but – We'll ki- we'll kill an animal and eat it. Uh, well, what it's saying is 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 that more veg- vegetarians are more likely to go non-alcoholic gotcha. than than meat eaters. Okay, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, because th- there's a lot of vegetarians who are just doing it for what they perceive to be he- health reasons. Now, yeah. yeah, I'm not a doctor and I've seen no positive correlation, but I would classify myself as a meat eater if we're asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And uh, 76% of non-alcoholic beer drinkers listen to podcasts weekly versus 38% of beer drinkers. That's a big number. That That's is. a very big uh, disparity. So what you're saying is those of us in, in radio need to go after the beer drinkers who are who prefer are, to be alcoholic. Um, well, y- yes and no. I mean, our show is podcasted, right? That's. I mean, that's the real move is, yeah. is to uh, – also make it available as a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I, just kind of interesting stuff there, um, but not as interesting as the guest that we have coming up. Yeah? Yeah. So I, I'm just going to say that music is involved, <laughs> and that, that could be bluesy. Uh, and I'm also going to say, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, I'm not a musician, and I'm not a professional uh, music critic, um, but I do listen to music, and I, and I have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express at one point in my life. Therefore, you're qualified. That's right. So I'm going to tell you that this guy is probably one of the best uh, harmonica players in the, in the world. And I'm going to ask him whether he, what he thinks of that statement. He'll probably be humble and <laughs> I say, say he'll probably be humble. Yeah. But uh, but I think I'm I'm not stretching too far when I say that. So if you want to hear some awesome blues harmonica, hang in there and stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. <laughs> 